Hi, everyone. Uh, Welcome to another episode of the Adventure Girl podcast. I'm Deanna, and on the other side of the phone line, appropriately social distancing herself from me, is my co-host, Michelle. Hola. So uh, it's been an interesting week, I think, for just about anyone uh, living on the face of the earth. So, uh, you know, it's been a fun one. So, you know, Michelle and I kind of talked about whether or not we wanted to spend uh, much or any of our time uh, talking about uh, COVID-19 with our audience um, and making sure that we're still, you know, touching on current topics, but being productive about it. Um, and, and we decided, you know, we wanted to address it. It's impacting everyone, um, I think, from a mental, um, financial, and other health perspectives. So what, what Michelle and I wanted to do is kind of share our, um, our experiences uh, briefly about what we're working on and what we're doing to really stay healthy in this time um, and, you know, some of the positives we've taken out of this as well. Um, and, and, uh, I think first and foremost, we also just wanted to say thank you to everyone out there who is on the front line, whether you're, you know, a doctor, nurse, um, delivery person, work at a grocery store. Checking me out at the grocery store. I salute you. Seriously. Um, you know, a lot of us have the, the opportunity and privilege to be working from home right now. And there's a lot of people can't do that and who are doing everything they can um, to, to keep us safe. So thank you to everyone out there for doing that. Um, we, you know, we salute you, you know, especially those working in the grocery stores, pretty sure grocery shopping has become a sport. So um, those of you helping us out, uh, huge props to you. So, um, you know, I think in these times, uh, the one thing that I've realized is friendships make everything better. Um, and with that, you know, Michelle and I have had a lot of conversations and talking about what we're doing to stay healthy. Um, and that's really what we wanted to share with you today. So, so before um, you click next, we are not going to discuss the negative impacts. We might touch on what some of the things that we're struggling with only so that we can show you positive ways forward of how we're dealing with that. Um, because there's too much negativity, too much panic, too much fear in this world. So hopefully you get a little understanding into us personally and some of the fears. And maybe you can resonate with that or maybe it's something you're dealing with. But mainly we're going to try to work on positive momentum forward. So how we're fighting the fear and the anxiety what we're doing financially, what we're doing physically, what we're doing for working home from home. And we've got some tips to share of people we've talked to who have kids at home. Like, how are they dealing with kids being at home? So um, just know this is a positive, 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 positive podcast um, because we want to just spread that light and love in the world and give you tips to combat COVID, 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 <laughs> combat, COVID, um, combat COVID-19 in an adventure girl way. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, with that being said, um, I guess what I wanted to kind of ask you, Michelle, is, um, you know, what have you kind of been doing personally to step away? You know, I know you already work from home full time, and maybe we'll get to that in just a minute. You can give us some tips and tricks because the rest of us need it. 
desperately. Um, but what have you been doing different and how has, you know, um, maybe just the change in the social norm of technically working on like social isolation changed how you perceive your day to day? And like, what are you doing to combat that? It's actually really funny. I am a introvert by nature. Um, I live alone. I travel alone a lot. I work from home. My normal week and day to day, I'm very alone. Um, and I like it that way. Like, don't, don't feel bad for me, people. I'm, I'm a natural introvert and I keep myself busy. But it's funny because now that the option to hang out with people is taken away from me, I started to get like these mental, like, like this anxiety that was like starting to creep in. And I'm like, hmm, this week really isn't that much different from my normal weeks. But because I can't see my friends, I can't go to brunch with you. I can't go get a coffee and hang out and work from the coffee shop. I started to get kind of anxious. Um, so and, and we can talk through like how we deal with the anxiety because I know Dee's really de- handling like dealing with anxiety as well. Um, but for me, it's kind of pushed me in the opposite. I have enjoyed more virtual challenges and fitness things in the <laughs> last week and a half than I think I ever have. Like I have been more interactive through Instagram stories and Instagram and Zoom and all these things with people that I don't even see on a regular basis because now we're being forced to find different ways to do it. And those ways actually fit into my schedule a lot easier than me driving 45 minutes into town. Yeah. That seems very strange, but it's actually a big positive for me. I have found that you can use social media for good and you can create community and groups. And although I still am kind of like chopping at the bit to have a mimosa brunch, um, I can calm that down with some of my social media interactions. Yeah. And I think that's so important. And that's something that I've kind of um, been doing very recently too. I mean, normally I work in an office as a project manager. So all day, every day I am face to face or on the phone with like a bajillion people. And by the time I get home, I'm like, ugh, I don't want to talk to anybody. (laughs) I don't want to see let me sit in my little shell here. Um, but what I've noticed, and I think um, for me, like this, this has kind of been a process to figure out how I'm dealing with this. Um, and like every day is a little different and I've definitely had some ups and downs. Um, but I think one thing is like, I've learned it's okay to acknowledge that with people I'm talking to, like the stress that Absolutely. everyone is going through, whether it's like work stress or home stress or you know, just worrying about what's next, right? I think it's okay to acknowledge that in your discussions. Um, But also like people are seeking um, interaction, right? So like I've had so many good conversations with friends that I haven't caught up with in a while. Um, One-on-one conversations. I had a group chat on Zoom with my sorority sisters on um, Sunday and I was able to catch up one-on-one with a couple of my girlfriends and, you know, we put it in our schedules. Um, I, I'm someone who like kind of needs a schedule. So I have like a rough schedule. I, I get up, I work, I take a break, I do this, I do that. Um, and, and we've scheduled catch-ups and that way we have the opportunity to talking to people and see each other via FaceTime um, or Zoom and, and like talk about 
what we need to talk about, whether it's, you know, um, one of my girlfriends and I, my maid of honor, she and I are going to have like once a week chats where we talk about, you know, certain things. And then there, uh, the other chat we're going to have is we're going to do our nails together virtually and watch, um, or recap the housewives episode we watched on Thursday. So uh, see, this is what I love. Almost, <laughs> it's almost putting everybody on an even playing field. You know what I mean? And and I'm looking at the positives of this. It's putting us all in the same spot. We're yep. all socially isolated. We're all a little alone. And it's almost like it's it's forcing connections in a, a more meaningful way. Yes, one hundred percent. Strategic way, I guess. Um, have you found that social media has been a positive or a negative for you? Have you been able to find like strength in social media at all? So yeah, I, have, I think that's one of the things I've like kind of had to navigate this as well. Um, I realized I was getting very very anxious the more I was looking at certain kinds of social media. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, I had to learn how to manage stepping away from it a little bit, but like stepping away from it in the right way. So like, I can't check my Facebook a lot because I just don't want to see just like all the news stories coming up constantly. It, my Facebook is me. way more negative. Like I barely yeah. get on Facebook. I've found like the more positivities on Instagram for me. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram's been great. And like, we've been, we've created some more group chats with some people to kind of keep in touch. Um, so things like group me have been great. I've been chatting with a bunch of people through Instagram and that's definitely brought me a lot of like ideas as well on things I could be doing to keep, you know, um, (laughs) mentally active, physically active, um, and just like healthy overall. So it's been a mixed bag and it's kind of like taken a minute to to figure out what the best approach is for me, but I'm, I'm figuring it out. <laughs> so I want to talk because I think this is the most important capture from like what we're talking about is anxiety. Both you and I have mentioned yeah. <laughs> it. My anxiety is not rooted in the virus. And I know that sounds very selfish and cruel and it's not meant to be because let's be real. We all are very internal on things. I am a single income household. I work for a company that delivers in-person training, but um, there's no in-person anything. So my entire company is in the midst of reorging to go virtual real quick, fast and in a hurry. And it's caused a lot of late nights. And because I am the company's global project manager, I know the finances and I know what could happen. Um, And that means I don't have a job and I'm single and I'm not where I want to be to be able to support myself long term. Um, and so my my fi- my anxiety is rooted in the fact that I lived through 2018 as an adult or 2008, sorry, as an adult. And so I'm finding like anxiety that has no place. Like mm-hmm. it's truly unfounded anxiety just because I've worked myself up into a tizzy. Um, yep. So. For me, and then I'm going to ask you what your anxiety is about, but for me, how I'm dealing with that, I allow myself to look at the current coronavirus news once a day. That's it. Once a day. I'm staying off Facebook. When I have those moments of starting to pull anxiety from places that it doesn't 
need to be coming from. I breathe in, breathe out. I take myself outward, meaning I message a friend. I post something funny or helpful on social media. I ping a coworker and tell them they're doing a great job. I do a little prayer. I, you know, if you're religious, great time to do a little prayer. (laughs) If it's really bad, I'll get up and I'll walk outside and I'll play with Feeny for a few minutes. But usually that taking it outward, bringing it out away from you and, and spreading some light to other people usually does it for me. Um, as well as breathing. I stop breathing a lot when I stress, which isn't, which isn't safe. Um, so for me, like, yeah, the world's going a little nuts. And so I'm scared of the people and the finances and all of that that goes with it. So just breathing through that anxiety, praying when I need to pray, stepping away when I need to step away. And then, like you said earlier, talking to my friends about it. Like, yeah, I talk to you about finances and I don't really talk about finances a lot. So for me to talk to somebody about finances, it means I'm pretty stressed about finances. So yeah. um, what is your main anxiety? Like where's the root cause and how are you dealing with that anxiety specifically? Yeah. And I don't know, I guess I have like two little knots in my stomach. <laughs> one, one is the health one. I think I worry about um, people in my family who are more high risk. Um, yeah. Of having, you See, know, you sound serious. so much nicer than me, but I'm the daughter <laughs> of a nurse practitioner, and I don't know. We just rub dirt on yeah. everything and call it a day. Like, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I, you make me sound so bad. I do no, worry about no. people I love, but you you do have to take a realistic perspective on it, right? <laughs> so for me, like, so my mom and I are like super anxious warriors, right? I got that from my mom, and it's because she loves us and whatever, right? All that good stuff <laughs> and whatever, <laughs> whatever. But the way I I manage that is because I have a very like math based rational brain, right? So I can look at me to feel better. So I've been doing that um, from a health perspective, right? In terms of my own personal health, my husband's health, et cetera. You kind of look at the statistics, you look at the reality of things, you look at the fact that numbers are probably not being reported correctly because so many people are doing okay with this. They're not getting counted, right? So you kind of have to rationalize that health aspect of it. But just like you said, I think the financial part's pretty rough. Um, I'm in the aerospace industry, which is not doing so hot. Um, you know, we picked not- two great um, industries <laughs> there. I deliver training. You develop, you fly planes. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there's, there's not a lot of flight going on. Um, a lot of our business model has to do with aftermarket. So when we don't have aftermarket, you know, that gets pretty rough. Uh, a lot of our suppliers are global, so we're not getting stuff in to actually um, sell in some cases. And, you know, we're, we're doing what we can um, as a company. And, and But there's still like repercussions from this, right? You have places like Boeing that are shutting down plants right now for extended amounts of time. So it's a little nerve wracking from that perspective. And I think a lot of people are going through that struggle right now, whether it be um, layoffs or furloughs or, um, you know, uh, getting your salaries cut or whatever it may be. I think, you know, we're all in that boat together. Um, so I think it's okay to be worried about that, but, um, to also know that you can talk to people about that. And I think that's helped me is because I've kind of seen that everyone else is in the same boat with me right now. And, and we're, we're all going to figure out how to make it work. Right. So, 
Yeah, you eventually, you know, and I should take my lessons from 2008 and 2009. Like, I should take those lessons and breathe in and breathe out on them. So I suggest <laughs> yeah. people do the same, though. Like, sometimes you're so in yourself when you're anxious, which is why I said step out. Like, if you can go outward and start to give back in the world, you kind of start to catch that. You know, you start to go, okay, let's take some lessons that I learned. I made it through you know, pick the hardest thing you've ever made it through. Compare if you lost your job. Is that the hardest thing you've ever gone through? Might not be for you. And you made it through the hardest thing. So it's like really focusing on that. Like, I can do this. I can make it through giving light and love out into the world. And let, you know, letting people know that you're struggling too might open doors for you. Um, yep. You know, the world is, is kind of crazy like that. So I understand there are a lot of industries that they're gone for now. Um, So, you know, open up to your friends, let your friends know your fears and your worries, and they just might be able to help you. Definitely. Um, Yeah. So that's all I want to cover on the, like the sad, anxious side. (laughs) I'm like starting to get anxious talking about it. Yep. (laughs) So let's move on to some tactical things. And did definitely just hear Feeny in the background? I don't know. Or she saw a pigeon. I don't know. (laughs) Well, he just saw a pigeon, so that's why he's barking. So let's get into some tangible things about your day-to-day. So not work-related, day-to-day. What are you and Nick doing? You know, because now you guys are all the time together. So what are you guys doing individually? What are you guys doing together that um, is really helping you? Or just something that's, like, positive out of this whole thing? Yeah, I mean, I think – like, I think we're learning patience with each other a little bit better, which has been <laughs> interesting. I mean, we're both like very high energy, low tolerance people uh-huh. with each other sometimes. I mean, you take it out on the people you love the most sometimes, right? Um, <clears throat> when it comes to like stress and stuff and, you know, going head to head on things. But um, for us, we've actually kind of figured out who needs the support when or how to manage mm-hmm. that a little better. Um, and I think we're like getting better at splitting up things that we're doing in our day to day. Like, Hey, can you grab the laundry while I do this really quickly or whatever? I, you know, so there's, there's, there's definitely some learning going on here between us. And, um, you know, I've been doing this on my own some too, but Nick has started joining me a little bit. It's like, I will take, when I start getting in my own head or when I've been working for a long chunk of time, like I will step away and go sit in our backyard. Um, and just like enjoy the sun a little bit um, and just kind of take a minute to breathe um, and, and let myself like just take a break. Um, and we've been kind of doing that together and just sitting even in silence sometimes, but it's been nice. Um, and we're picking up new hobbies. We're gardening. Um, that's a new one. I'm trying not to kill everything because I always <laughs> kill everything. Um we're getting creative in our cooking. We're actually cooking meals for lunch and dinner most days now. Um, so, you know, we're just, we're trying to find activities um, that we can do in the house and, and show patience to each other and show love to each other that we didn't have to do when we were stuck in a, like when we were not stuck in a house together um, or at least do in different ways. Right. So um, that that's been kind of fun to see. Um, thankfully we're, working in separate rooms so that's been good too because <laughs> I think if we had to like listen to each other on teleconferences all day we'd probably kill each other but 
Let's oh. circle back to that. And I'm <laughs> saying that as a pun too. So but we're going to circle back to this. Okay. So um, from your perspective, like what have you kind of been working on to, to keep the, the brain fresh? So my job has been incredibly insane for the past two weeks. Um, so I have not had the downtime that a lot of people have which I'm thankful for, totally not complaining, but I'm going to get that. It's coming. Um, Now that we've got the main big daddies virtualized and out the door, now it's just back to regular business, just virtual. Um, So I will start to have my weekends. Um, So one, I have a list of to-dos. I've got some things like around the house that I always put off, um, you know, to go adventuring because that (laughs) is what we are. Um, so I've got some things that I want to do around the house. Um, I've organized all my yoga pants. <laughs> I did do that. They are perfectly, beautifully organized. No, I think it's truly that I'm kidding. Like, it's a great time to get stuff done that you wouldn't normally do. For sure. I, de- I deal with my 500 pairs of black yoga pants by just <laughs> putting them all in one drawer and then, like, of course, I have, like, five favorites in those 500. So, like, yeah, then I dig for those five favorites. So, like, I actually donated the ones that I don't usually wear. But, like, that kind of stuff. It's great to do. I cleaned my baseboards. Who has time for cleaning baseboards? I don't. Well, now I do. So, now there are, t- like, you can use it. Like, your house better be spotless, people. <laughs> like, Ooh, I don't you know. know. I mean, like, I don't know. Mine is but if you're complaining about being bored, you know, like, use the time to clean. Um, I have taken to loving um, these fitness challenges. I'm probably a little extreme on my fitness right now, um, but there's no better way to handle mental and, you know, anxiety than being active. So I've been doing a lot of these fitness challenges. I've been including my dog, which I always do, obviously. So I, I made some up for people and posted some free workouts for people with their dog and, Um, I'm blessed to live by very unpopulated trails so I can get out on a trail and, um, be six feet apart from people. So, I mean, for me, I just, it's just staying busy. Um, definitely. It's a great time. Um, I'm looking at getting my strength and um, conditioning certification. So like great time to study for that stuff. Great time. If you've ever wanted to start a blog, start a blog. Like, I've got, like, eight articles written ready to, like, p- publish over the next couple of weeks because I, you know, even though I've been busy at work, I couldn't do anything, you know, Saturday evening. What am I going to do? So I did all my fitness and then wrote some blog articles. So it's a great time if you've had a dream like that. Go after that dream. Yeah. Have fun. Like, Definitely. start a YouTube channel. Learn how to do something. There are apps like Skillshare and heck YouTube and the Google um, to learn things. You know, if you're a person who has that camera sitting in your office that you don't know how to shoot manual, watch some YouTube videos, go in your backyard and practice. Like it's a great time for that. And you could really come out on the other side of this ahead. Yeah. Um, if you, if you think about it that way, instead of getting it in your head about, oh, I'm lonely and 
then binge watching Revenge on Netflix, that show. Wes on that show. Who is so good. Or on Hulu. I think it's on Hulu. Um, you know, don't don't let yourself get down and get into that. Do something productive. Um, there's a lot of people out there that are doing free fitness oh, things. Yeah. Free. Um, one of our girlfriends, Canine Grit, she just started a run with dogs program where she's actually posting like daily run workouts with intervals for beginners to advance like and she's partnered with the one of the winners of the Los Angeles marathon so like they're legit like people are giving away stuff for free right now to be kind yeah and there's and I'm so like much going on and on so thank you no and there there is <laughs> there's so much online content right now and and one thing that uh, my friend Heather and I are doing as a part of our meetups um on FaceTime is there's on Coursera, which is a, you can go yep. and look online or on, there's like an app for it. A lot of uh, colleges and like Ivy Leagues are posting some of their most popular classes online um, for free. Like you can audit them for free. If you want a certificate, you have to pay like for Yale. it. But like, yeah. To yeah. be happier, to be ha- the science of being happy or something like that. Exactly. Is at Yale. Yeah. So we're, yeah. we're kind of looking at some of that stuff to keep busy and to keep learning. And then like I'm picking up my art supplies for the first time in years Ooh, because see? I just haven't had time. And it's like, well, now is the time yeah. to like invest yeah. in yourself and your personal health. It is. Um, and, it is. And, your and it'll keep you it'll keep you from feeling depressed and sad. And um, if you have a good friend, pop them on Skype while you do it, you know, or Zoom or FaceTime. And you don't have to sit there and chat the whole time. Just have them up. Yeah. Chat like they were in the room, you know, get your mimosa going. Apparently I really want a mimosa or something. (laughs) I've had like all of two drinks this entire year, but I keep mentioning mimosas. Um, But that's like a really good point. Like take a class with a friend. And then after the class, talk about it yep yep that's what we're doing Uh, that's awesome yeah we have that and then our housewives so you know both ends of the spectrum (laughs) well I fell in love with revenge and it's not normally a show that I would watch um it's all about Hamptons and rich people and but it is like a one of my romance novels on screen (laughs) and I'm in love um so, see, I did find a good show, too, which nice. for people who know me is I'm not really big into TV. So, you know, hey, I'm I'm expanding my horizons. Yeah, and I did. But no, I think that's. A- oh, sorry. I was just going to say I did read an article on the New York Times that said now is the time to get into video games. So yes. for those of you oh. who have been playing too many hours, oh. you can totally justify <laughs> it now. So uh, that's that's it's actually a pretty good way to keep social. I <laughs> I will say, like, I, so I don't play video games, but I come over to your house a lot, and Nick is, Mm -hmm. and he's talking to his brother, and, like, his brother doesn't live in Arizona, so that's, like, a a daily, every other day, weekly touch base with friends, and you're having a really relaxed conversation, so actually, I kind of laughed, but it's kind of true, and that's a really good point. There's a group of us, about six or seven of us, um, between Nick, myself, um, a couple of our very good friends here in Phoenix, and Nick's brother in Oklahoma, that uh, have a seven o'clock happy hour playing Call of Duty. So, you know, it's helped keep social a lot, and uh, you kind of get some of the frustration out, too, so... And it lets you do something separate at that time, you know, um, or join in if you want to uh-huh. join in. 
Um, that's awesome. And I would never have thought of that, quite frankly. So I'm glad you mentioned that because there's probably lots of people out there who used to love to play video games and then stop. Yep. We're all online with you our know, little microphones chatting with each other about our days and what we cooked for lunch and, you know, how work from home <laughs> was that day. And if Nick and I have killed each other yet. So, <laughs> or Cheryl, or, or, or Cheryl, Cheryl, our third coworker. Uh, imaginary. <laughs> So let's transition into work because I know this is huge for so many people. It is like the new thing and I'm kind of a, a old hat at it and you are a new hat. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have two really great opinion, like opinions or I don't Perspectives. know. I'm blabbing again. Thank you. Thank you. Um, see, this is why she's my friend. <laughs> um, so for you and Nick, how have you transitioned? Um, what is your, like, have you set like normal daily working hours? Is your company based like that where you have to have normal hours? Um, how are you dealing with the work from home? So um, we've pretty much kept to our, our regular um, trends, I guess. Like, so Nick and I work at the same place. Um, the day that we got the notification to start um, working from home, we both came and kind of try to figure out what spaces we'd take at home. Um, and we set up in separate areas, which I think is probably the healthiest thing to do. Um, <laughs> we've pretty much kept to our normal, like start the day and the day schedule, but we've um, reduced the lack of overlap. So like I would normally go in earlier and he'd go in a little bit later. Um, and we've kind of started starting the day at the same time and ending our day around the same time as well, just so we have more quality time and like an aligned lunchtime and things like that. Um, and that kind of just happened a little bit over time. Um, like the first couple of days we're like, oh, we're, we're both getting up at the same time and we can both, you know, slosh over to our laptops and, and see what's going on before our morning coffee and then kind of ease into the day. Um, so that's been good. Um, we've been taking breaks throughout the day, sometimes by ourselves, sometimes together. Um, and for the most part, we've just been, following our standard protocol of IMing each other during the day instead of like always yelling at each other across the rooms or like, you know, going and visiting each other um, at work, we IM each other. And so that's a funny one that I like didn't think we would keep, but we've, we've kept because both of us will be on calls and we're kind of just IMing each other or whatever. So that's a fun little one that we've, uh, we've kept going. Um, So try to keep a little bit of tradition in, in what you're doing, but uh I think for us, it's been like taking the space that we need um, and also just like taking breaks and, and having that time throughout the day together as well. Well, you said something that's really valid. So the IMing. Now, when you IM somebody, that person can choose whether they answer or not. You know, if they're in the middle of something, they don't answer right away. So actually, that's like a fantastic tip for working from home is to do that. Because you wouldn't just walk up to somebody at their desk when they're on the phone and just start blabbing. So you're not going to do that even if it's your wife or husband, you know, at home. So that's actually really smart. I think that's a great tip is if you and your spouse are working from home, set up separate offices, IM each other, text each other, whatever you would normally do so that you're respecting that work time and you can stay in the work mode. Because I know if I got a bunch of texts from a significant other and they were like, 
in my living room. I would walk out of my office, open my door. Like, what the hell? (laughs) What is going on? So I feel like I would have to be the one like to respect Mm -hmm. that, you know, like I would be, I'd be the annoying one be like, just come talk to me. Yeah. And I think, (laughs) but then that would interrupt, interrupt, you know? Yeah. It's kind of and funny. for me, like when I've worked from home before, it's one because I'm sick or two because I have so much stuff going on. I have to come home from work and keep working. So I've kind of had to change yeah. my mindset about that. And like when my day is over, shut my laptop, walk out of the room, shut the door and like leave work behind and kind of change that mindset that and set boundaries because it's easy to sit at your computer all day, all night, like working, especially in these times when there's so much going on and probably your companies need some extra support. I mean, do your part, but also like set boundaries because it gets a little blurry if you don't. Absolutely. That's something I struggle with. I work for a global company and I tend to just have my laptop on all the time. And so sometimes it really blurs the line of, did I have time on? Yeah. I don't know. They all just, so, you know, right now I'm kind of on call all the time, but once this final delivery is done today, I'm going to go back to that routine, which I keep a very, I have a very strict routine other than my clothes. I totally break the rules with my clothes. (laughs) Um, I get up at the same time as I used to get up, even when I commuted, because I told myself I wanted, like when I dreamt of working from home. I was like, I want my two hours back a day. And so when I first started working from home, I started sleeping in an extra hour and then watching an extra hour of TV or something or YouTube. I love YouTube at night. And I was like, I'm literally wasting those extra two hours. So I still get up at the same time. I I took it back to when I used to commute. I get up at that time. I'm a slow morning person. I like to drink my coffee. I like to go for a dog walk. Then after I'm warmed up, I usually will do a little run or something, come home, get ready. And this takes a while (laughs) because I don't move very fast in the mornings. And that's how I like it. Um, But I also take my time to do my meditation and my gratitude journal. And I usually listen to a podcast while I'm getting ready. So I have a very structured routine, just like I was headed to the office. Except I don't get dressed in regular. <laughs> I was gonna say I have a girl I put makeup on, which is like giving my face such a nice breather. So you know, minor perks. <laughs> yeah, you're su- you're supposed to dress like you're going to work, eh. but in Arizona, that it's pretty chill work environment, anyways. So I have adopted the yoga pants and t-shirt life. Um. I have a like silky sleep shirt that looks fancy that I will put on if I have to be on camera, but it's still a sleep shirt, people. Um, but in Arizona, we wear yoga pants and shirts like that's our normal. So it doesn't feel like I'm in slouchy clothes, if that makes yeah. sense. I think if I had come from an industry like back in Ohio where I wore suits to work and then started working from home, I would have had to like start wearing jeans and like a nice shirt otherwise I would have felt slouchy but Arizona yoga pants and like a t-shirt or a tank tops kind of like the state clothing (laughs) so like it just doesn't feel out of the ordinary for me it doesn't take my work level down so um, another thing I learned if you work alone this is or live alone this is awesome Um, 
I do move around the house. I have a great office, but sometimes I just can't sit there all day. So I have an island. I have a nice couch. I have outdoor area. And I, I bounce around. If I'm, like, head down in something, I'm in my office. You know, if I need my dual monitors. But if maybe I'm on a call, I'll come put my laptop on the island and walk around the island as I'm, like, listening and then take notes. That way I get some movement in because it keeps you awake. Um, and then if I'm working a little late, I'll be honest, the couch is sometimes just really comfy. Um, now I don't sit there and have the TV on too. Um, you know, I'll still put music on or something. But I would suggest if you're new to working at home, vary your location, vary your position so that you're moving around more. Take your breaks, go outside, get some fresh air. If you can work outside, work outside for a little bit. And um, you know, they tell you to work from coffee shops and stuff, but haha, you can't. So vary your location as much as you can in the house. And I think that'll help it feel more like you're getting a perk to work from home, you know, because I know not everybody likes working from yeah. home. Um, but if you if you take some of those freedoms and those flexibilities of, you know, hey, you've got an hour in between calls, take your dog for a walk around the block, you know, go work out, get a little workout in or something. Um, those are like my biggest things is keep your routine. The second you lose your routine, you lose your like forward momentum. You just want to lay down on the couch and chill. So I think, and we both match on yeah. that. Like I think routine is you good. have your routine. I have mine. Yeah. You have to, or it just starts to feel like every day is Saturday. And how can you be super productive on a Saturday? Yeah. And know? I think one um, thing that's helped me as well is making sure like, so in the office space, I have a cube mate and I have like people that sit directly across from me. There's people always walking down the halls and stuff. So for me, the rule that I've stuck with in terms of like responding to text messages and, you know, like whatever, playing on my phone, et cetera, I've tried to keep to the same rules I would in the office. Cause I think that's something easy that slips. Like when you're sitting by yourself, you're like, oh my God, look at all Absolutely. this stuff I can, you know drown myself in right now with like Facebook or whatever right so like act yeah. as if you were at work when you're looking at like your social media or your phone or whatever yeah. um, as if someone was about to walk by like would you want them walking by twice and seeing you playing on your phone twice no so <laughs> <laughs> do that yeah and another a great a great point when I first started working remotely I felt like I had to be married to my laptop at all times because I was like, oh, they're going to think I'm not working. And then I started realizing, like, I was putting a lot of stress on myself. So by creating your routine even during the day, you can set those boundaries of if you don't answer for five minutes, it's okay. Like, um, answer like you would at work. You'd go to the bathroom at work. You'd be in a project at work and not answer emails quickly. You'd have a lunch break at work. So just remember it's work. Yep. Um, so treat it like it's work. Like don't be sitting there twiddling your thumbs all day or don't be reading a book sitting at your desk or don't be laying in bed with your hair undone. Like it is still work. And I think it that can both have its positives and its negative sides. Like just making sure you're treating it that way in every aspect, um, you know, it, it's not a bad thing if you go for a run on your lunch break. You would normally take a lunch break, but now you just don't have to be dressed back up again so you can go. Yeah, back. and I think 
Like there, there are some perks. Some yeah. Things. I think the structure is really important. And then also giving yourself opportunities to create like a healthier lifestyle out of this opportunity, you know, I think mm-hmm. is good. Absolutely. So like taking those breaks during the day, like that's a really healthy thing to do while you're at work as well. Right. To like take a mental moment. It is. <laughs> walk outside if you can, or just take a lap around whatever floor you're on. Um, you know, taking a lunch break that allows you to reset and to, to cook healthy or like eat healthy or whatever, you know, those types of things. Like I'm learning to have like healthier sleeping habits through this as well. So those are all things like we can take with us when we go back to the workplace that have kind of been forced on us because of this work from like many people working from home as well. Um, so, you know, those are things I'll take with me in a positive way that says, okay, it's okay if I take a five minute break and go, you know, sit in the sun for two minutes and kind of just do nothing and, and, uh, reset, recenter and, you know, shut my laptop off and not take it home when I am back in the office, you know? So. (laughs) Right. Right. The very, the very important thing. Yeah. So, so what Um, are you planning, um, you know, outside of what we've already talked about, is there something you're planning, um, to, to still stay active and do fun things, but, you know, make sure you're staying responsible with all the social distancing and, and that kind of stuff. So, um, my biathlon was canceled, um, which totally understand, totally respect. Um, but I really wanted to do something with Beanie. And um, most of the trail races, which I prefer trail running, um, are not dog friendly. Well, Aravipa, which is a large running group here, is doing a virtual run. Um, so you can do any mileage you want and you run it, you track it and they send you a medal, a t-shirt, and you get to be a part of the community. And so I am signing up for a 10 K, um, to do that by myself. Well, with Feeny. So that's going to be kind of our thing. Originally I was like, Oh, I'm going to do the 5 K. And then I'm like, mm, that's not as hard as a biathlon would be. So let's make it as hard as nice. a biathlon would be. And we're going to do the 10K. Um, I think I'm going to – there's some wide open BLM land that I know I can camp at responsibly. And there are dirt roads all around that land that I can easily make a 10K. And so I think that's where we're going to do it. And um, it'll it'll allow me to be a part of that amazing community. It'll allow me to feel like him and I got to do something after all that training it gives me something to continue to work towards because it's not till mid-April and um, gives me something to be excited about. That's I awesome. Metal. I love that. I like metal. That's cool. Right? Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Um, yeah. So we're kind of in a, in a um, area where we're like trying to figure out what to do because I have really bad allergies too, like seasonal allergies and it's like everything is moving. So we're trying to find a way to go camping soon um, and just kind of get away, enjoy the outdoors, disconnect from everything that's going on. Um, so we want to do some dispersed camping soon. Um, but like I said, we've, we've kind of gotten into gardening. So um, we got a bunch of like plants in a tree recently. And so we, we kind of redid a little bit of our backyard. So keeping up with that, and making sure everything survives a little bit over the next few weeks and, and hopefully, you know, cha- a change of scenery. <laughs> so now it's like we have the time to like 
pretend to them while they're still new. And so that's been fun. Um, I think really just like picking up things that we have neglected because of priorities before um, this is giving us the opportunity to do that. So I think we want to get out, do a little bit of camping. Um, like you said, responsibly and dispersed camping, you can usually find plenty of space. So we're going to, we're going to take that opportunity here pretty soon. Um, and, you know, just see what new hobbies I can find. So before we, cause I know you want to wrap up, but before we do, let's define responsible because we are an adventure girl podcast and there is a way to responsibly enjoy the outdoors. Um, it is to not put an impact on a small town. So, you know, we will not be going and camping up near Flagstaff or in a small town where if we got injured and had to go to the hospital, we'd be taking their resources. We'll be staying very local in a manner that we can stay self-contained. So we'll bring our own food. We'll get gas at our own gas stations. Um, things like that are very responsible. We're not camping in campgrounds. We're not using facilities where yeah, everything is things. shut down for the most part um, anyways right now. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if you are dispersed camping, just make sure you're doing it in a way that doesn't leave an impact for us. We'll be going up, yeah. um, a little bit further than I think you are most likely heading up to, uh, the rim, which is about two hours away from where we are, but, you know, still pretty local, um, gets me away from all the blooming things so <laughs> but again camp in camp out <laughs> which it's, yeah that's very local yeah no that's very local I, I yeah. knew where you were thinking um but that's not you know for us for me to go to Flagstaff I would have to get gas you know twice because of my jeep and that's you know touching things and putting myself in places that I shouldn't be putting myself so um I would say you know most self-contained would be if you can get there on a tank of gas or in back, you know, um, or maybe only need to fill up once and are responsible about it and wipe off everything. Um, but just making sure you're not using, you know, facilities and restrooms and getting, you know, going into places that could possibly spread. So I just wanted to touch on that because there are a lot of people who are like still hiking in very busy places and still trying to camp in like national parks. And I I know they shut stuff down, but you know, there are lines to get into areas and that's not doing anybody good. Um, Every area has minimal resources in regards to healthcare. I'm I'm talking specifically, so let's not tax anybody else's. So I just wanted to say that just so y'all know, if we go camping, like even if I go with them, We'll use different things yep. and separate yep. ourselves. Um, there, there is a res- there is a responsible way to do it, and uh, we're going to be doing it because we are blessed to live. Yeah, we are definitely not going to do it. Um, a bunch of people or anything like that. So no, no, no. Um, no. You know, don't want to add no, to the stress or potential um, health problems and whatever else. So you know, we'll be keeping it low key and, and making sure. Uh, we're mainly just continually spreading germs between me and Nick because <laughs> we're trapped together. So, um, you know, and I think that's a good point to make and, and uh, try to try to find what makes you happy during these times. It takes a little bit, but you can definitely do it. Yeah. Focus on the positive, focus on the joys, be there for your friends in ways that 
you might not get to be with them when you are, um, you know, super busy. If your kids are at home, enjoy your kids. Enjoy those moments with them that you don't normally get, um, although it might be chaotic and hard. Um, I think if you look for the positives and the joy in it, you know, I have heard more kids playing in their backyards in the six, you know, in like the last two days than in the six months I've lived here. Um, and it's kind of a fun sound. So um, sit back, reconnect, stay inside, stay safe. Yeah. And I think don't, don't, more toilet paper. Oh don't even get me started. But um, I, I think the, the, <laughs> I had to. You the one I had to. I wasn't letting the The one thing I do want to add to that is just to be patient and kind with people right now um, and just be there for each other. I think everyone is going through something right now, whatever the extent of that is, whether it's, you know, um, just anxiety or stress or having to work with their five children at home or whatever it may be, right? Um, Uh You know, or worrying about their health or their parents' health or children's health. So everyone's got something they're struggling with. Um, so I think the best thing we can do is just try to be patient and kind of people right now, especially in the work environment where things can get really stressed anyways. Um, so, you know, do what you can to, to keep things positive and, and uh, just look out for each other because I think that's what we really need in times like this. Yep, and if you need us, we are a DM away. We're a Zoom away. Holla at your girls. Um, That sounds like it could be something bad. Like, holla, (laughs) we are here. Um, We'll make you laugh because we generally fall apart after, like, talk to us for about 40 minutes, and we just, like, we (laughs) fall apart apparently. Um, But, no, we're here for you. And, um, yeah, so DM us. Yeah, and if you want some exercises to do with your docs, go check out Michelle's uh, website. She has some workouts there, which are pretty fun. Um, And then check out our uh, Spotify playlists. We have those posted on our Instagram um, highlights, or we will put them there if we haven't already. I probably haven't. Oops, my bad. We'll put them there. there. Um, I will. No, no, no. It's okay, because I just added mine. So we have now, for your listening pleasure, we have the road trip. So it's the Adventure Girl road trip and then the adventure girl morning love it campfire so chill and road yep. trip and so you can have like, <laughs> a campfire in your backyard and definitely i mean well, i've been listening to my road trip playlist a lot uh, while i'm working uh it's pretty dull so i'm assuming your campfire one is too so maybe a good opportunity to catch up on some new music <laughs> <laughs> apparently we both are like way chiller in our music we need balance somewhere (laughs) all right y'all i think we've probably talked your ears off i hope y'all are staying safe and healthy and happy uh and um you know cheers and we'll talk to you again next week bye guys